0: Hi, this is Carrie Mitchum. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond with your host, Stephen Brittingham. Enjoy the show.
1: Music courtesy of and arranged by Alex Jolt. Hi, welcome to a special Hollywood and Beyond holiday presentation episode titled Alex Jolt. Wonderful time of the year. Hi, this is host Stephen Brittingham. I would like to wish you and family A very Merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year that is coming up. May we keep those who are gone alive in our hearts always. I hope this special episode will bring you much comfort this holiday season. Thank you for listening. Happy Holidays, everyone! This is host Stephen Brittingham. If you happen to be listening to this episode, you are most definitely a friend. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond, your podcast home for meaningful interviews. For many of us, this is truly the most wonderful time of the year. Decorating our homes with lights, putting up a Christmas tree with festive ornaments... Spending time with family and friends that we cherish. Perhaps attending holiday events. And even letting Santa know what you hope to receive on Christmas morning. Some of us will attend a church service with the focus of the meaning behind the season. Yes, indeed, a most wonderful time of the year. For others, though, it can be a difficult time of the year. A very difficult time. Perhaps missing loved ones who are far away or who are gone. Loneliness, stress and anxiety, high expectations that many of us might feel toward purchasing the right gifts, so on and so forth. You can find yourself losing sight of what Christmas is all about. My guest today... Master pianist Alex Jolt joins me today to offer some perspective for those struggling this holiday season. In addition, Alex will be sharing uh, some of his own Christmas memories and traditions. He returns to Hollywood and beyond with the hopes to bring those of you out there that need some extra comfort this holiday season. Alex Jolt, welcome back to Hollywood and beyond, my friend.
0: Oh, well, thank you, Stephen. It's so good to be back.
1: So nice to be speaking with you today. I had such a wonderful time last time.
0: Oh, I did, too. We had a great talk, great conversation, and uh, really enjoyed what we talked about last time. And last time I was in California on tour, and I'm actually in my home office in Nashville uh, here, I came down a little bit with a cold the past couple of days, so uh, that's maybe why my nose sounds a little weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you still sound fantastic. <laughs> and Nashville well, is home, so welcome back home.
0: <clears throat> thank you, thank you.
1: How is the weather in Nashville today?
0: Well, yeah, I think that's how, you know, it seems like the only time like during the year when I get sick tends to be at the uh, Advent season because I'm on the go so much. Uh, and I change climates uh, during this season. I'm in the northern, southern, western, and eastern part of the United States. And sometimes within a 24-hour period, I'll hit three different climate changes. So (laughs) right now, the weather in Nashville is pretty good. It's uh, uh, sunny and clear and uh, I think upper 50s, lower 60s temperature-wise. But uh, uh, I'll be heading out this weekend to North Carolina, and then I'll be sort of near you. I'll I'll be up in uh, Indiana, northern Indiana, for next weekend.
1: Well, that's uh, just wonderful, Alex. Uh, North Carolina, uh, um, if I didn't mention this last time around, I, I used to live there for a few years in Southern Pines, right next to Pinehurst. and just oh, yeah. a beautiful, beautiful state.
0: It is. It's a very pretty state.
1: And you know how much I am fond of uh, Tennessee, because I also lived in Knoxville uh, yeah. for, for a much longer period than I did in North Carolina, um, from the mid-90s to the end of the 90s. And I just have so many uh, cherished friends there that I still hold so close to my heart.
0: Oh, that's that's wonderful. Have, when was the last time you were here?
1: I haven't been... to. Well, let's put it this way. As far as actually visiting Knoxville and, and spending extra time, it's been several years. Oh, uh, well, uh, you'll
0: have to plan that sometime. I will Come have down. to
1: plan it. Now, I will tell you this, Alex. When I travel to my favorite vacation spot in the world, Seagrove Beach, right next to Seaside... Mm. I travel through Nashville, so I get to still travel through the beautiful state of Tennessee.
0: Oh neat. Very yeah, uh, it is a pretty state down here. Very pretty.
1: And just in case folks are listening and don't know this, I actually host Hollywood and Beyond here in my hometown of Cincinnati, Ohio. And and just so you know, I might as well add it's actually rather warm uh the past few days, but it's gonna be getting chilly and even have some snow flurries on on Christmas morning.
0: Oh well there you go, you'll have a white Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping so. Even a dusting would be nice, Alex. <laughs> That's
0: right.
1: <laughs> well, Alex, you were on the show not too long ago. It was an absolutely uh, a wonderful, inspirational, and interesting interview. You shared your journey as not only an artist, as a pianist, but also as an individual and how you share your, your faith through your music. So, folks, if you were out there listening to this today, before we get to our topic that I described in the introduction segment, please look up my interview with Alex. It is a really, really uh, enjoyable interview. So thank you for that, Alex, very
0: much. Oh, you're welcome. Very welcome.
1: Now, if someone is listening, though, Alex, and they haven't listened to that interview, or perhaps they don't know much about you, who's the best person to describe you? I'm going to say you. So how would you describe (laughs) yourself to an individual who might be listening, but just doesn't know much about you?
0: Well, sure. Well, I'm a pianist, mainly a musicianary, and I've been on the road for 20 years, traveling the world, uh, doing my concerts in churches and theaters and uh, God has even opened up opportunities for me to share my ministry uh, with the Walt Disney Company. They have a theater in Hollywood, in California, right on Hollywood Boulevard, called the El Capitan Theater. And I've done some concerts there for them with my uh, theater organist friend Rob Richards. He's a house organist there, and then I've also done concerts at uh, presidential museums and libraries uh, of both political parties. So uh, it's been quite a, a busy 20 years. Uh, on the road and going to various places. It's been over 2,000 churches that I've gotten to have the opportunity and calling to serve. And it's just been a incredible 20 years. I, I can't wait for the next 20 years and see what God does.
1: It's going to be an exciting adventure, isn't it, my friend?
0: Yeah. You know, it always is being in His adventure, always uh, excitement. And, you know, it's full of up and, ups and downs. We all have them. You know, nobody escapes that. And uh, I'm glad we're going to talk about some of that today, too, during the Christmas season, because... That can be a time where uh, some people, and we've all felt that way, I think, from one year or, or another year, uh, just some difficult moments, or a difficult season.
1: Well said, Alex. And I thought, though, before we get into that very uh, important topic, what are some of your uh, earlier Christmas memories, and are there any certain traditions that you carry on today?
0: Yeah, well, I'm first uh, American-born, uh, I'm sorry, first american born i am sorry 1st well, first American-born, but my parents came from Hungary. So we we came to this country, or my parents did. I was born here, but they came here with the mindset of, you know, you don't forget your heritage, but you're now, you know, a part of this country and uh, do the customs here. One of the customs we kept um, uh, halfway, I should say, because we don't do it like we used to do in Hungary, as the family did, which is how Christmas is celebrated. So... If you go back to, like, the Latin roots of Santa Claus, you get the word Sinterklaas, which is where we get Santa Claus from. And with Santa Claus, that's St. Nicholas Day, which is December 6th. And so I remember as a kid, uh, we would have to put a shoe in the window on December 5th at night, and if we were good during the year or bad, depending on what our behavior was, we would either get candy or a gift in the shoe, or if we were bad, we got sticks.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Who would want really to get sticks?
0: <laughs> yeah, nobody would. That, that was They don't taste very good, you know. No. <laughs> oh, so, my goodness. Um, but then it's over. Santa Claus is over. And then you focus on the true meaning of Christmas. And so uh, what would happen is that the, the parents or grandparents uh, or family friend would take the kids away. And on Christmas Eve day, the parents would put up a tree. And you could put real candles, because the tree is so fresh, it's not going to burn. And then the kids come home, and then the true meaning of Christmas, the birthday of Christ, is celebrated. And um, then later kids go, well, you know, how did that all happen? Uh, Because, you know, you said the parents would say, well, you know, Jesus provided it or brought it. Um, But we know that, Mom and Dad, you went out and got the tree. And then they said, well, without God's help of jobs and being able to provide, we would not be able to get that. So... It directly comes from heaven above. So it's just a sweet moment. And it's a little different to me. You know, I think oftentimes in America we mix holidays with um, the the real and the not real. You know, we we have Santa Claus on Christmas. We have the Easter Bunny at Easter. And uh, I just wish we could separate a little bit more.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Here we are at another Christmas uh, season. And uh, another new year is just right around the corner. I'm excited about 2019, and I know that you definitely are as well, Alex. But before we get to New Year's, we, of course, will have the Christmas holiday. So for those folks out there who might be struggling this Christmas uh, season, and, and it could be for a number of reasons. And I think, Alex, it's not always the big reasons. You know, there are many that are missing a loved one, and and, and that's very significant. But you know, perhaps the phrase I can think of, Alex, is the Christmas blues. It's not that they want to feel that way, but perhaps for some reason they just are. What are your thoughts on how to have a, a fresh perspective if, if one finds himself in that situation?
0: Yeah, I agree, Steve. You know, Christmas can be uh, a very lonely time for people, and where I've found some help is reading the Christmas carols, and reading not just the first verse or stanza, but all the verses and stanzas, because there's such hope in them, and really... You know, if anybody wants to know what the Christian faith walk in life is about, just read all the Christmas carols. Um, and, you know, I'm actually ashamed that I did not know the history of this one. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, so my senior pastor at my home church, uh, Dan Scott, had shared it. And I thought I'd share it, because I really believe, I've been sharing this uh, at my concerts, and I really believe that there's healing and some thoughts behind it, and how we can get help uh, with it. So here are, here's a little bit of the history. I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day it was originally written as a poem in 1963 by Henry Wadesworth Longfellow. And in that time you know, we're going back to the mid-1800s, uh, you know, Civil War time period. And in 19, or I'm sorry, in 1861 he had lost his life of 18 years where she was burned tragically in a fire. Two years later his son dies in the war in 1863. Then he had his own personal struggle uh, after that, and so he walks out of the church, out of uh, the town square, and he sees a church, and he hears the bells on Christmas Day. And some of this is a little bit eerie to read because it's almost like it could be applied to now in 2018. But here are the lyrics. I heard the bells on Christmas Day I heard the bells on Christmas Day Their old familiar carols play And wild and sweet the world repeat Of peace on earth, goodwill to men I thought how, as the day had come The belfries of all Christendom Had rolled along the broken song Of peace on earth, goodwill to men And in despair I bowed my head There is no peace on earth, I said For hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Yet peeled the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail with peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day. A voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And there's just such hope in that because... You know, here's a man who lost his wife, his kid, his, you know, his personal life was not going well then. And there's a turnaround because there's always hope and the hope that he finds uh, through his faith. I think it's so powerful how uh, this Christmas carol can lift us up and think about the true meaning of Christmas and that we're never alone. You know, I'm a big believer in the scripture and it's clearly stated there and I thought I'd share, this is a, a testimony of somebody who's 85 years old, and she uh, is in what you're describing, that season of loneliness. And she said, after 85 years of Christmas, you think I'd enjoy a little peace and quiet on December 25th, but it just hasn't turned out that way. So many people I love have passed on, and so many others are far away. Well, the simple truth is, amid all the noise of the season, my world is pretty silent. Who would have ever thought there would come a time when Christmas would be the loneliest day of my year? So I think those of us who are not experiencing a season of loneliness, perhaps we could find that one person, whether it's a family member, a friend, a stranger, that we could reach out to between now and Christmas and and maybe make that a New Year's resolution in 2019, is to seek out the people who are going through a difficult season, whether it's loneliness or other issues as well
1: absolutely uh, beautiful and very meaningful perspective Alex thank you for sharing all of that I, I oh, truly appreciate it I'm sure there are many folks out there who appreciate it as well uh, thank you so much uh, and you're full welcome. of a lot of knowledge and and, and, and and backstory and information it's just brought a whole new level uh, to this um, episode and, and mm. I really uh, thank you for that
0: oh you're welcome it's you know, and then, uh, there's, you know, after reading some of the history, you know, what we read where people are, uh, and when they wrote these carols, and hearing their tragic stories, uh, it's just, it's so powerful, because then, you know, I always often think when we see or read other people's suffering, it kind of lessens our suffering. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when I think about, I mean, what could be worse than losing your wife, and then two years later, your son? I mean, that's, that's, that's like a double whammy right there.
1: Absolutely. It sure is. And, and, you know, uh, that is a a wonderful concept that Christmas can be a day about hope. So if you find yourself out there struggling or hurting or overwhelmed, you know, one could actually start viewing Christmas as a day of great hope and, and think of it more of as in, in terms of, of feeling comfort and, um, and and feeling appreciation and being grateful, even if we've lost people, that we had the time that we had with them, that That's that right. is something to hold on to. And with the new year right around the corner, you can take that love for those people and you can carry it on into the new year. And you know what? You still may feel a little bit of that hurt, but you're going to also feel a lot more peace and a lot more comfort if, if you take that approach as well.
0: I agree, yeah, and, and, well, you know, I think when we bless others, it blesses us, too, because it relieves that the, the pain that we're feeling because we've just brought some joy to somebody else, and uh, that's a, bringing joy to people is a powerful way to share it, and, and you know, I mean, just like O oh Holy Night, what do we know about O oh Holy Night? The weary world rejoices. I don't think anybody would disagree that this world is very weary and that we need that hope and that joy, the gift you know, uh, uh, you know, we have a touch of heaven in Christ at Christmas, and perhaps we all can reach out and want to touch that touch of heaven.
1: Doing for others, it 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 does um, uh, have benefits that many mm-hmm. of us might um, you know overlook at times. You know what? Okay, I'm going to start thinking about other people. What can I do, even if it's a small gift? What can I do to uh, brighten up someone's holiday? And if I can't go out and buy a lot of things, maybe I can make some cookies. Maybe I could bake something. Maybe I could just get a simple card. Or maybe someone just needs a, a visit or a hug, um, right. especially the elderly this time of year. Um, my goodness, all the years that they've lived, if anybody might be uh, missing people over the holidays, it could potentially be them. Or, or perhaps they're having health issues. You know what? Spending time with elderly people is very important. You know, Alex, I was raised by my grandparents. And, and the one, one thing my grandmother taught me was to always keep our elder, elderly folks in mind. And uh, mm. that is something that I like to do over the holiday season as well, if I can find a way to do that. Maybe I can buy someone a cup of coffee at Starbucks that's um, in line, or I can just uh, hold open a door or help someone carry groceries. It, it, the smile on their faces and the surprise reaction, it, it, it just goes a long, long way.
0: It does. It truly does. And, uh, you know, that's the hope we have at Christmas.
1: Absolutely. Now, are you uh, going to be doing anything in particular this year, uh, Alex?
0: Yeah, well, I've, I've had um, a bunch of Christmas concerts, and so that continues. Uh, we call it Visions of Christmas, so it's such a, a mix of music. It's some of the fun traditional things like Andy Williams is, you know, most wonderful time of the year. He didn't write that, but everybody credits him for because Christmas isn't the same without hearing that on the radio at the mall or <laughs> yes, whatever. That's Andy's true. Voice on there.
1: It's like the and, first uh, song I like to listen to every every holiday season. Like the day after Thanksgiving, Alex. That's, that's when right. I start my <laughs> Christmas decorating. I have to celebrate Thanksgiving first, but then I'm like, I'm ready. And for some <laughs> reason, that's the song I like to start with.
0: Oh, it is. Yeah, when I was in Branson, I did some. Uh, uh, concert things there, and oddly enough, I ran into Andy Williams at the Moon River uh, Dinner Theater. But that was his theater, so of course he would be there. You know?
1: Did you really? <laughs> wow! What was that experience
0: like? Oh, such a nice man, very kind, down to earth, and uh, you know, just loved to to be with and bless people with his voice. And the the food was amazing at that place. And uh, so, yeah, he's missed dearly, and he uh, sure is. Uh, and and that's a great place. Christmas Christmastime Branson, I mean, it's all lit up with the lights and all the different shows you can go to. But, um, yeah, so uh, there's some of that in the concert. Then I switch over to the, the Christmas carols and hymns of Christmas. And uh, even doing a newer one like Mariah Carey's um, Jesus Born on This Day It's just a powerful statement of what happened that day. And I have a different perspective this year about Christmas because I went to the Holy Land, I did a concert tour there, and took a group of people uh, for ten days. We went and walked everywhere where Jesus walked, and went to the Church of the Nativity, uh, where where Jesus was born. And um, it was, you know, a powerful, moving experience to be in that setting. And I'm a visual learner, so now when I either go back and read the scriptures or know the Christmas story, it just it's a whole new perspective. So, and I'm looking forward to going back there next year. So, if any of your listeners want to come and join me to the Holy Land for 10 days next September, I would love to have them come. It's a uh, amazing pilgrimage.
1: And how would folks out there get in contact with you, Alex? Um, sure. Or is there uh, maybe social media pages or a website that you'd like to share with them?
0: Yeah, everything is uh, Piano Creations. So the website is pianocreations.com. Everything social media-wise is Piano Creations. And then uh, if if they are specifically looking for that Holy Land trip, it's pianocreations.com backslash Holy Land. And there's a ton of information on there. And uh, uh, actually, we take about 30 people. We want one bus only because we can move fast that way, and we already have 20 people signed up for it. So there's only a few more uh, seats left to join us for that. Uh, And it looks like I'll be doing two concerts this time instead of one. And the last year I did one in Bethlehem. So i got to tell you, that, that was so amazing, Stephen, because there I am in the Holy Land, in, in Bethlehem, in Palestinian territory, at First Baptist Church, which is the only Baptist church there. But in their history, you know, they've been bombed 14 times, rocks thrown at Christians. And since I've been a little kid, I've been learning and playing a little town of Bethlehem. And I can't tell you how surreal that was to be in Bethlehem and play O Little Town of Bethlehem and Mary Did You Know and some of these other pieces associated with that area. It was just, I walked out and looked out, and you can see in Bethlehem where the shepherds would have been uh, and just the whole terrain and everything you read in Scripture. It's just, everything comes to life. It's incredible.
1: It most certainly is incredible. And I I wish you the best with uh, uh, participating in that, and uh, I think that's just amazing. And, oh, and absolutely you. wonderful. And thank you for once again, uh, just being an, an absolutely um, uh, terrific guest. I enjoy speaking with you so much. I would like to say that well, I was thinking back to us discussing Andy Williams and what a yeah. contribution to film music with um, uh, more, not just one, but several songs from numerous films where his voice just made a huge, huge difference. Well, with the film, that that's oh, yeah. very impressive. And you know what else, Alex? Uh, speaking of that song, um, not only do I love his version, but there is another uh, lady uh, that I just, uh, I love her voice. I always have. And she has some wonderful Christmas albums. So anybody out there, uh, I want to recommend uh, listening to her Christmas albums. And um, she also sings about the state of Tennessee in, in them. I don't know if you know who I'm about to say, but it's Amy Grant.
0: Amy Grant, sure. Uh,
1: I, I just uh, love her version of that song, and, mm. and she has uh, you know, just a, a beautiful voice. So I wanted to oh, throw no, um, that in there as well. Well, Alex... I, I
0: record... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go right ahead. <laughs> I was going to mention, I recorded one of uh, her songs with Michael W. Smith. Uh, It's called Christmas Hymn, and uh, it's a full orchestra, and you hear all the sounds, and um, it's been a little while since that's been out, but uh, it's such a stirring, powerful one, and um, the other thing, I guess, if your listeners are looking for any Christmas music, I've recorded over uh, 80 pieces of Christmas music, and actually maybe more than that, because some of them are medleys, but they're on five albums, and right now we're running a special at the pianocreations.com website, so... Um, You can get all of those for like $40, I think, plus shipping. So it's a lot of music for a low cost.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Worth every penny, too. And at the conclusion of uh, this uh, interview and and episode, I will be playing a portion of uh, one of my favorite songs from the holiday season, and that is Mary, Did You Know? It seems the perfect way to end the Episode and by the way, I love the, the version from Kenny Rogers. Mm. It just yeah, that's uh, a great version. It, it it's just uh, oh, I could just listen to it over and over. It just moves me uh, tremendously. Uh, very powerful uh, version. And uh, Alex, I want to wish you and family. Um, a wonderful holiday season and a happy New Year in advance. And I hope that uh, you don't get any sticks on Christmas morning.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, that's uh, that's my prayer. You know, I've <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good thing to hold on to. Is no no sticks for Christmas. Maybe I'll write a song about that. <laughs> hey, you know, hey,
1: that's right, that's right. Inspired by Stephen Brittingham.
0: That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> you can help me write the lyric.
1: <laughs> hey, just let me know. I'm all in.
0: <laughs>
1: Sounds good. <laughs> well, Alex, thank you so much for a, a wonderful interview. And, and I want to thank the listeners out there. I hope this uh, interview with Alex Jolt today has brought you uh, the extra comfort and some fresh perspective that you might be needing over the holiday season this year. And if you happen to be listening to this at a different time of the year, um, I hope that it will have a positive influence on you as well. This is a perfect example of the phrase that I often use to describe my show, and that is meaningful interviews. And I'm just so um, humbled and grateful that I can have individuals like Alex be my guest. Um, I'm feeling very positive and good this holiday season, but listening to Alex today, uh, it's been doubled. So I imagine that that will be very beneficial to those who, whose heart might be hurting today. This is host Stephen Birmingham. Happy holidays everyone. I'll see you on another episode of Hollywood and Beyond.